You're listening to the Ending Your Binge Eating Podcast, the place where women founders and CEOs come to break free from binge eating so that they can have more peace, energy, and make a bigger impact while releasing weight and enjoying the foods that they love. If you're on a mission to be the change you want to see in the world, you can't afford to be operating below average. You already know this. So in today's episode, I'll share three key pillars to focus on to make sure that you hone in on the few skills that create what Tim Ferriss calls that domino effect for you. The 20% that's going to give you the 80% return for your efforts so that you don't have to waste time, energy, and resources wading through all the conflicting information online. When you just focus on these three pillars, you'll be able to craft the strategy that works best for your specific goals, needs, and values. So let's dive in. There is a simpler way to approach healthy eating and healthy habits, but it requires something that few people will be willing to do. But the fact that you're listening to this episode tells me that you are in fact one of the few willing to do what it takes because you have a deeper purpose. See, there's a trap most of us have been snared in at some point or another, and that's trying to figure out what the quote unquote best way is by doing research, you know, online, books, asking our friends for advice, trying to follow what worked for someone else. And I don't have to tell you how conflicting and contradictory the information out there can be, which is why I came up with the three pillars of the embodiment method to help you get out of this trap and make meaningful changes for yourself that leads you in the direction you want to go. And these three pillars are specifically geared to people who are wanting to save time, who want to understand what and why, and who want something that is grounded in research and in science. And as a former educator, I really strive to break down everything to its essential form, to its basic elements, so that you can really take these concepts and apply them in your life in the easiest possible way. So let's talk about these three pillars. So the first pillar is integrated identity. The second is aligned eating choices. And the third is mastery of self-control. I've talked about all of these pillars in various degrees of detail, but in this episode, I'm going to just talk about them on a higher level today so that you can understand how these three pillars allow you, they work together to allow you to really create any results that you want because they're not about a specific tactic. These pillars are meant to be strategic. So let's go ahead and get into each one of these. So the first pillar is integrated identity. The reason why integrated identity is the first pillar is because when you align your identity with the goals that you want in life, you're able to start to weed out the parts of you that don't fit. It's really about allowing you to let go of what doesn't align with that identity. So a perfect example is if you want to be fit, 
then you probably are going to want to go to the gym and work out, right? And you're probably not going to want to spend hours and hours and hours sitting on the couch. (laughs) So you can start to identify, you know, what are the kinds of things that a person who is fit does? How do they think? What are the words that they say to themselves and to others? And the more cohesive you can construct your identity, the easier it's going to be to have clarity about who you're being in the world. And clarity equals power. This is um, a quote from one of my mentors, Marie Forleo. And, you know, it really is. (laughs) There's something so empowering about clarity of mind, clarity of thought. And this is something that can be a rare commodity when we have something that's clouding our minds a lot. Something like distractions such as overeating, being on social media, you know, constant um, advertisements everywhere. I mean, these things are designed to steal our attention and keep us from really thinking about things like who are we being and what are we trying to create in our lives? So when we have a process that helps us to build our identity, that process will not only enable us to construct the the correct words and phrases um, to basically craft a narrative that will move us into that identity, but it'll also give us tools to actually put install that identity. So it's not enough to write the computer program. We also have to install it, right? And so when I say integrated identity as it relates to the embodiment method. This is exactly what I help people to do. So here is here are the steps that you need to take if you want to craft an identity that you will then step into and embody. The first thing is to choose the self-talk that's going to empower you in that identity, that is going to align with that identity. Before you can choose your, the, the self-talk that's going to align with the identity, you need to eliminate the self-talk that's stopping you. So eliminate all of the self-talk that says things like, I need to do this, or, um, or I mean, obviously, I can't do this. You know, you want to get rid of language that says anything like, I can't do it because of X, Y, or Z. You know, if you're listening to this podcast, chances are you already know this because you've probably already done amazing things in your life. Well, look at those areas that you've succeeded and notice how you talk in those areas. You probably say things like, okay, I've got this, or, um, you know, I'll make it happen. This is a done deal. You know, those things are the same things that you want to apply to the area of eating and weight loss. 
And you might think, oh, well, I don't believe that. But I promise you, the more you say it, the more you'll believe it. It's not the other way around. So you want to get your self-talk in place first. Next, you want to make sure that you are using that self-talk consistently and with repetition. And the best place to start is just to implement it twice a day. Once in the morning, right after waking, and once in the evening before bed. And there's actually a great app that helps you to do this. And I love it. It's called Self Talk Plus. Um, this is an app that I still use to this day for, um, you know, different things that I'm creating. And it's really wonderful because you don't have to come up with your own script. You know, this is where I started back in the day with my first client. We created our own scripts. Well, this allows you to, you know, just find a script that works for whatever it is you want to create and just simply play it in the background, you know, twice or three times a day. I even listened to it like while I was driving and stuff like that. So that tool is available for you. You can do it the old school way. You can, you know, take out your journal and write down everything that you you know isn't serving you as it relates to the topic and then write the new self-talk. But as long as you have it and you use it with repetition and you use it consistently until you start to see or feel the results, that is the most important thing. You can't just do this a few times and then say, oh, it's not working and then quit. Or, oh, it feels like I'm fighting myself and then quit. At first, it's going to feel uncomfortable. Every Any change that you're making is going to feel uncomfortable, uncomfortable at first. So that's why in a moment, in a few minutes, we're going to talk about um, this more in the third pillar. But for now, let's move on to pillar number two, which is aligned eating choices. So aligned eating choices, we covered a lot of this in actually the last episode. So if you didn't listen to the episode that released on February 7th yet, um, or I'm sorry, February 10th, go and listen to that episode to learn more about this. But aligned eating choices is about making food choices that are right for you. So often I see people trying to make food choices based on other people, based on other people's goals, other people's values, other people's, what works for other people. And that doesn't always help us. You know, we have to know what's important to us. We have to know what makes us tick, what makes you as an individual tick, what you care about, what's important to you, um, how you thrive, what is your kryptonite, you know, like you have to know all those things for yourself to be able to really set yourself up for success with food choices And chances are you don't want to just like cut out all the enjoyable foods. If you're here, you probably want to have balance. You probably want to reach your goals and enjoy food at the same time. It is absolutely possible to do, but it's not unless you understand yourself. So in aligned eating choices, 
This is all about understanding your values, your goals, and making choices that are going to support you as an individual. So because I have an entire episode on that back on February 10th, um, I'm not going to go farther than that for aligned eating choices today. So go check out that episode to learn more about that. And I go really in depth on it. But the third pillar is mastery of self-control. Now, with this pillar, this is all about understanding um, how to get through any craving without giving into it. But it's actually so much deeper than that. Because when my students start to apply the lessons of mastery of self-control, which are rooted in ancient practices from Buddhism, you know, and it's also based on neuroscience and research, um, my students start to realize that what this really teaches them is how to be comfortable in discomfort. And it's a game changer because you already know that all of our growth happens outside of our comfort zone. That's when the huge shifts can happen. That's when our lives change. Any area of our life is changed by getting out of the comfort zone. Change in and of itself is uncomfortable, <laughs> you know, and it's, it's just a human condition. But imagine being completely comfortable with discomfort. Imagine being able to identify for yourself what discomfort feels like, because it is like the least common denominator for any situation that you want to change, the sensations of discomfort. So mastery of self-control is really about being mindful understanding the bodily sensations that are associated with discomfort so that when you have to make a choice, well, I shouldn't say have to, but when you want to make a choice that is outside of your comfort zone, you have the ability to do that. You have the ability to do that. And when you increase your ability and you're motivated, so going back to aligned eating choices, pillar two, this is what BJ Fogg, who is a behavioral expert from Stanford University, he wrote Tiny Habits. These two, when these two um, factors, ability and motivation are high, change is then easy. So, how does that feel when you think about change being easy? But that doesn't mean that we don't have to put in the work first to make it easy. All right. And anybody who tells you that it's going to be easy without you first putting in some effort is lying to you. All right. But it can get to a point of effortlessness and it can be very simple. It doesn't have to be complicated. And, you know, as a, as a former educator myself, I always want to figure out how to simplify things and how to bring in the elemental aspects of any concept. 
Because when you get down to the elemental aspects, then you know, okay, if I focus on this one thing, that is going to be my first domino. It's going to make all these other dominoes fall down. So that's why mastery of self-control is my third pillar for you. So when you put these three pillars together, imagine this. First of all, you have the first pillar in place, I integrated identity. You're telling yourself, I, I am this person. I am the person who can make this change happen in my life. That's being supported by knowing, deeply knowing your why and also understanding what can be sabotaging you on a subconscious level. So go back to uh, the episode on February 10th, 2023 um, to understand more about that. And then you have a process and tools by which you can overcome the discomfort that comes with change that's inherent in change. So in today's episode, we talked about the three self-care pillars for you to develop so that you can be more effective in your life and in your purpose to make changes in any area that you choose. Those three pillars are the three pillars of the embodiment method, the methodology that I created to help women like you to break free from binge eating so that they can lose weight and have more impact. Those pillars are integrated identity, aligned eating choices, and mastery of self-control. And when you put these three pillars in place, they allow you to focus on the 20% of things that are going to give you 80% of the results because I've broken them down to the elemental factors, those few things that really are embedded in all the, the concepts that we tend to get bogged down in. Things like the sensations in our body during discomfort. Things like what are the subconscious things that are driving us without even knowing it. So thank you so much for listening to today's episode. I would love to hear any ahas or takeaways that you have. DM me on Instagram and share your takeaways with me. Or you can email me at Rashonda at RashondaYates.com. And if you'd like help implementing these three pillars into your own life, you can connect with me on Instagram, send me a DM, and we will get you started. Okay? Take care, and I'll catch you on another episode of the Ending Your Binge Eating Podcast. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. If you have gained any value from this episode or from the podcast in general, then I would really appreciate it if you would leave a review on iTunes. It is such a big help. It helps me to reach more people. And if you did gain any insights, I would love to hear your takeaways and how you're implementing these tools over on Instagram, you can follow me at Rashonda Yates and send me a DM and let me know what you are using, what you're taking away from the episode, what your ahas are, things that you're seeing differently. I love having conversations with you over there. And until next time, I'll catch you on an episode on, an, on another episode. Bye.